Hello and thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Thursday, January 4th. Let's jump into this morning's top stories. Freshly minted South Dakota AD John Schemmel addressed the media at an introductory press conference yesterday and remarked, We all know that the world of college athletics is chaotic at the very best right now. That is exciting to me. Where there is chaos there is opportunity. We're going to set a vision that is going to be bold and it's going to be bright. We're going to put together a plan, probably in the range of a 5-10 to 10 year plan, that's going to focus on a lot of different areas. But the goal of that plan is to set a vision and a mission to go along with our brand that every single person in the department, our student-athletes, our coaches, this university, can point to and say this is what Coyote Athletics stands for. USD President Sheila Jestring also addressed the media and said of Schemmel's hire, John is a familiar face to the University of South Dakota as he once served as our Senior Associate Athletic Director for Development. Most notable was John's role in raising more than $50 million for the new arena, track and soccer complex. I cannot even begin to imagine what USD athletics would look like without that critically important capital improvement plan. College AD indicates Tarleton State will hold virtual interviews for its open AD chair the last full week of the month with in-person interviews set to start January 30th. Parker is assisting with the process. Taking a three-year look at search firm market share for AD openings, Collegiate Sports Associates has assisted with the most AD searches over the past three years with 39 overall, four of which are still in the works. Parker Executive Search, which was tapped for 880 hires this year, is next with 36 total searches over the past three years, three of which are ongoing, followed by Turnkey RG, 17, DHR, 6, Car Sports, 5, Renaissance, 2, and Bowlesby Sports Advisors, Eastman and Bodine, The Pictor Group, Corn Ferry, Whitkiefer and Jobplex all with one. Data compiled from College AD. Foxes weighing a massive bid for some or all of the college football playoff, according to front office sports Michael McCarthy, who writes, The tell here came when Fox CEO Lachlan Murdoch warned Wall Street that it was highly unlikely he'd bid on the NBA against ESPN and Warner Brothers Discovery Sports. According to sources, Murdoch and company are building a war chest for other rights negotiations. At the same time, another source vowed that Fox would not overpay for the CFP. The network is counting on ESPN's newly disciplined approach to rights negotiations. Coming up on the outside is NBC Sports, which added Big Ten rights to its existing Notre Dame package. Along with the NBA's rights, the CFPs will be among the most eagerly sought-out sports rights in 2024. Former Fox Sports president Bob Thompson adds, If I'm Fox I only bid if there is an extension beyond the last two years of the current deal, which I'm told CFP is considering. No way I go for just first-round games. Also, I don't share the package unless I have access to semi-finals and champ games in some form of rotation. Likely the best way for CFP to maximize revenue is with multiple partners. Not sure that any singular outlet wants to swallow the whole thing on their own. Sharing of packages is the new way in a sports TV world where dollars are being watched closely. NCAA Chief Medical Officer Brian Hainline is joined by Michigan Concussion Center Director Stephen Broglio and Washington Sports Medicine, Neurological Surgery and Orthopedics Professor Stan Herring to highlight recent developments in concussion science, including consensus statements from the 6th International Conference on Concussion in Sport and emerging data from the NCAA Duty Care Consortium that informed updates to the NCAA Concussion Safety Protocol Checklist. Topics covered include new guidance on return to sport, return to learn, persisting symptoms, and later in life risks. 
Broglio points out that studies done by Buffalo researchers 15 years ago have led to new return-to-play guidelines that say athletes who have suffered concussion should at least return to activities of daily living within 24 to 48 hours, if not some light aerobic exercise and then starting to work them back into their sport in a very controlled and safe manner, but using exercise as a therapy, as a medicine. And then as they get more comfortable being back in their sport in a protected way, you can start introducing non-contact drills and then contact drills and then ultimately we can get them back to their sport in a very safe and efficient way. Herring, meanwhile, explains that most concussions get better. And if they don't get better, then you need to ask questions. The first question being, did I miss something on the diagnostic side or secondly are there mitigating factors? If you have attribution of causation only to the concussion, you may miss treatable pre-existing coexisting or resulting problems and this doesn't serve the athlete well. So this is about pattern recognition. It's also about understanding that every brain injury is a psychological injury by definition. Thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Thursday, January 4th. We'll see you back here this afternoon.